Uh, you're hot. Okay, <laughs> so we are at Suzilla Full Service Enrollment Center here in Wenatchee, Washington. Yes, and that's hot. All right, so we're going to talk about sparking business today. We are. That explains the hotness. That's the hotness. And it's it's kind of one of those weird topics we got on. Um, there's, there's a couple reasons. Susie's not aware of this one. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, no. There was a conversation, a little Twitter thing I had. Uh, someone running for Congress. Okay. And they, they said, my plan for Central Washington is to encourage small business. Okay. We hear Barrier, that a lot. Barriers to entry and costs of operations cannot limit our economic growth. Okay. That's, it's a that's, very political answer for, for is, a candidate. It is a very political answer. It's, it's, an, it's almost not a non-answer, but he doesn't... This candidate doesn't give anything to back up the statement. So I, I did the, let's do the follow-up question. Because follow-up questions are important. Yes. We'll see how they spin. And this is a nice talking point, but what are you proposing? How are you going to better enable small businesses to start and grow? Okay. Which is a valid question. Because right now, this candidate is basically just throwing out, this is, we want small business. You hear that a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, we hear that. Small business is the backbone of America. Yeah, well. That's the talking point. And usually it's big hat, no cattle. Oh, yeah. Major league. So, the candidate. Yes. At the fundamental level, I will work to bring out tax dollars back to this mm-hmm. district. There has been a low to no investment in our infrastructure in 50 or more years. The result is good paying industries leaving and being replaced by minimum wage jobs. What does that have to do with small business? Exactly. That has nothing to do with, that's nothing small. That, no, that is actually anti-small, <laughs> it's unsmall business. So yeah, and that, that's kind of the, the point is there that's is. A, that was all about bringing tax dollars back to, re, to, to entice industry. Yeah. Not not build small businesses. Yeah, it's it's not talking. What about, did you say to him? Then? I, I ha, well, this is part of why we're here today. Ah, like they're so, listening to this. Well, no, it's it's one of those things. It's like here you go. Mm. Uh, I give people opportunities. You do. I've got. I'll give him major credit for that. And and, and here's the thing. It's it, it's it's. I was like, you know, what is business? Okay. And it's it's literally in, in my concept. This is my concept uh, mm-hmm. over the years. Um, it is a collision of risk and opportunity that produces food on the table. A collision? Yeah. Okay. Because you got to have you got to have risk, and you got to have opportunity. That's true. And those two have got to come together in this kind of weird explosion of action, and you, and the end result is it puts food on the table. Ultimately, yes. At least that's the goal. That's the goal. And there are there are things that that, that people get confused with. It's because it's confusing. It is confusing. Um, you know, one of the things that we talked about in the car was um, college. Yes. Uh, one of the things we were discussing is okay, great. You take a you take business classes. You maybe even come out with a VA, hmm? but. Great, you know how to, to, to maybe run a business or manage a business, but you're also if if you want to start a business, that's awkward if you're, you know, fifty thousand dollars in debt. Correct. That's that gives you the opportunity to have knowledge on how to do things, mm-hmm. but at the same time it puts those chains of debt on you 
that mm -hmm. you can't risk and you can't, it, it limits yeah, your opportunity. Exactly. Now that's assuming you've taken out student loans, but unfortunately it's almost a foregone conclusion these days. You might, you don't always have, that might not be the case. It's, it's life. It's, uh, you know, looking at, you know, think about when we first did the, the leap from me doing project management mm -hmm. with, with, with TTCC, mm -hmm. um, off into insurance. No, you terrified me so bad. But one of the things we did was we wiped clear the debt. We got rid of, we didn't owe anything on any cars. No, no, we, we didn't. We didn't have any credit card debt. I'm trying to think of the transition point. No, no, it, we didn't get, we didn't get all the way out of debt until after you, after you started. It, but we had low debt. We, we had low, low debt. debt. And and that's one of the questions the, that I remember Chris asking me was, what do you have to make? Ah, good question. It's it's a great question. Yeah. Uh, Chris was was one of my, you know, my first district manager. And he had some really interesting insight on how to do business. And that was one of the questions. It's like, okay, what do you have to make? And it's one of those questions you got to ask if you're ever bringing in a partner. Yeah. It's like, what do you have to make? What do you require for your survival? Yeah. Um, because I think a lot of people who get into business um, fail because they don't ask that question. Yeah. They think, yeah, they're, they're, they're not prepared to, to make the minimum to keep themselves afloat. Yeah, it's the, it's the, they, they start drawing out income mm -hmm. instead of reinvesting in their business. And that's not easy to do. It's, it's scary. Oh, it's tough. It's tough. We on average invest about 30% of our income back into the business. That's because we're at, we're at a fair amount at the beginning. Oh, oh we were serious uh, shoestrings going on. Yeah, we're, we're talking holes and underwears and socks for years to, to do this peanut butter jelly sandwiches, top ramen. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And, the, and the jelly was made by my mother, bless her heart. Yes, very much so. So there, that reinvestment, we use that because... There, there's a, a, a hustle culture out there. Yeah, and that's awesome. And it is awesome, and it is kind of it's it, it's it's on its way out because there are people who are ineffectively using it. MLMs. MLMs is a good example. You're not truly owning your own business. You're plugging into a structure. Right, and the on paper, a multi-level marketing system. Looks great, but in practice, not so much. There are things that you can you can pull out of an MLM. There absolutely, and sometimes if you've got if your uplines really sharp, you can learn a lot. That's the biggest thing you can do out of an MLM is a learn, b pull knowledge from your upline mm -hmm. and skills. Yes. And what you do, you take what you learn and you build your own business. You don't the biggest problem with a lot of the current MLMs out there is you have to you have to take your money, mm -hmm. buy their product, and then turn around and sell it. Mm -hmm. So you end up in a hole to begin with, mm -hmm. and that's where things fall apart. 
yeah, you're, you're, you, that hole to begin with is that's your, your, you, you've lost your opportunity. You're trying to trade that risk mm-hmm. of someone else doing it, someone else's re, you know, invention. You're trying to reduce that risk, and in turn, you're killing your opportunity. Exactly. Um, partly because one of the ways you're killing your opportunity with the multi-level mm-hmm. marketing system is you're alienating everybody you know around you. Oh yeah, and, and the thing is, is, is oh, we as as consumers, uh, Susie and I, uh, we actually buy and use some some, some of the products right. in these MLMs because, because we're supporting the people who are selling them. Correct. Direct to consumer is is awesome. Um, and sometimes they have great products. Oh, yeah. Cutco's a great example. Cutco. Yeah, we, we got a shout-out to Cutco. They actually ran a a, a, a uh, kind uh, of a regional office. One summer for the, you know, and it, of course it was awkward and tricky, but we bought a couple of very useful knives. And it was it was funny because... We actually it was it was the the, the manager of the office. Yeah, and that's where we got our, our, our succulents. Yes, where we got our plants. Um, she she was, it, it was funny because she is so much like us that she didn't know about it until she left yeah. back up to Alaska. Yeah, um, and, and I laughed because it was the I uh, we were were one of the few businesses we took our no solicitation sign off yeah. and. Yeah, we take solicitors on a regular yeah, basis. Yeah, come on in. We'll um, talk to you. We'll sell you insurance. Well, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll hear your pitch and and you'll hear ours. And you'll hear ours. Um, and that's part of being supportive because everyone's got a pitch if they're building. Um, um, we got what is it, top? What, what's the chef ingredients we got? The the spoons and spatulas uh, you bought well, years oh, ago. Oh, uh, pampered chef. Pampered chef. That is another good example. We've used these products for. Decades. Yeah, I've got a couple. We've got some, some, some really amazing bamboo stirring mm-hmm. sticks and a really good potato peeler. Yeah, uh, and that's the thing. Tupperware. We love our Tupperware. Oh, yeah. It's actual real Tupperware. It's not the cheap stuff you get at the store. It's actual Tupperware. We got some for our wedding. Yeah, and this stuff is indestructible. Yeah, and we've managed to salvage. The large green bowl. The big green bowl. Everyone likes the big green bowl that is uh, that everyone had in when they were everyone our age had when they were a kid growing up. Mm-hmm. The giant salad, the barf bowl, the the big mixer bowl, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, but that is sm- supporting small business. It is, and it's and that's you know Tupperware is a is an MLM mm-hmm. with an exceptionally good product. It, correct. It's got a great product. Um, I don't know. It, it, it that really depends on who your upline is, on it's what skills they teach you. It's always about uplines mm-hmm. and whether or not they're willing to share their sales skills. Now, if you end yep. up in a really diluted upline where you're not, you know, dealing with one of the like top emerald tier people, yeah, and you end up like four or five people down from them, and you're really diluted, then you may not be getting those leadership mm-hmm. training, um, leadership training. Yeah, they're they're important, um, and there are there are examples of them going completely sideways. The Lulu Row, watch it. Um, I'm I'm actually I actually did back in two thousand around two thousand 
late 90s, early 2000s, I did uh, Amway. It was Quick Start at the time. Mm -hmm. uh, so I got the granddaddy. So it taught me a little bit of, you know, it, it tied in with that inventory skills um, and bookkeeping. When I was a kid, just a, just a, like elementary, junior high, one of my friends, Amy, mm -hmm. hi, Amy, um, her, her folks were, he was like way up in the, not way up in the Amway, mm -hmm. but he was making a living with Amway okay, and supporting his family. And so he must have been at an Emerald level. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I never really got into it that much, but yeah, he was doing fine with it. Mm -hmm. I mean, you could see he was hustling like a madman, yeah. but that's part of the deal. Now, this is, this is one way where you can learn the skills of how to start your own business. Mm-hmm with some drawbacks and then we talked about college learn some skills still learn some le learn some classes learn some classes and not a lot of necessarily practical stuff but with drawbacks or you could just jump into it higgledy piggledy like a lot mm -hmm. of us do and there's nothing wrong with that you just got to be aware of what you're You've got to be aware of your strengths and your weaknesses. It's it's you got to figure out what your product is. Yes, we've 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 we actually had a conversation about the the questions uh -huh. uh, on starting your own business. Yeah, uh, you, you'll have to review one of our earlier ones. Yeah, um, but you have to look at what your product is. Yeah. Uh, we do, you know, our service is really simple. We connect our clients with insurance products. Correct. We also created a business that. Our office, our little business, our mm -hmm. little brokerage is based on a well-established industry. Yes. This stuff so, has been along since the time of Babylon. So, yes, we are a small business. Yes, we are um, self-created. But, yes, we are also in a well-established mm -hmm. industry that some people actually call multi-level marketing. Yeah. And it's, it's one of those things that is uh, it, on the outside looks kind of weird. It does. Um, it's it's one of the actually simplest things to 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 plug into, and it's not at the same time. Yeah. Because there's a lot of mysteries. Um, I've, and a lot of people not talking about the mysteries. Yeah. Um. It's it, it's one of the things that you can really ask. It's like, okay, who's your insurance through? Um. And they'll say, oh, I've got uh, State Farm. Mm -hmm. I'll pick on State Farm or Allstate or American Family. It's like, okay. Who's your agent? The agent is the question you always want to ask. Mm -hmm. Who's your agent? Um, because at the end of the day, the agent is just plugging someone into a product. Mm -hmm. And if that product goes sideways and it, there's a, a need of use, mm -hmm. um, I know someone that had water damage in a bathroom recently. And I said, mm -hmm. Oh, that's a tough one. That's a claim. You know, you need to go to whoever your agent is and you need to work through that to your satisfaction. If that satisfaction is not there, you need to file a complaint with your office, the insurance right, commissioner. Because your agent is your advocate with the company. Mm -hmm. And that's where with the whole just go with with your um, your Geico's and your progressives mm -hmm. where you just call them up and you don't have an agent. You're doing you're behaving you are your own agent. Yeah. Um, there's that old saying, he who um, represents himself in court has a fool for a client. Well, one of our one of our, our first connections, um, Josh yes. Mezzanier. 
Mizier? Uh, he was, uh, I don't know if he's still credited with, with it, with it. He was a Medicare guy. Yeah. He was trying to try and make Medicare happen. And he was all licensed in health. And he did the, why should I sign up with you instead of just going direct? For Medicare? Uh, for, for health insurance. For health insurance. Oh, oh why, should, why should we partner up? Well, and I, I looked at him in the eye, and it's like, it's like okay, number one, I'm trained in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you haven't sat in, sat in classes for this product. You haven't worked with the, with the different companies of the product, so you, you don't know about that. The second thing is my E&L. Yeah, that's true. You know, errors and emissions uh, policy. When you're with a professional group, mm-hmm. you will have a, a what's called professional insurance. Doctors have it. It's called malpractice Correct. insurance. Lawyers will have it. Also, errors and emissions. Um, or, loyal, or legal malpractice. Yeah. Um, it's insurance in case something goes south. Yeah, uh, it, it happens. Uh, board of directors mm-hmm. will will have will have insurance for for liability if like events go south. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's one of those things when you create these professional or a business owner will have insurance. Mm-hmm. We never want to use it. You never want to use but it. You want to have it. You want to have it. And sometimes you when gotta have it. For example, when you're a contractor. Mm-hmm. You have to have your, your your policy for your liability of completed goods, mm-hmm. and you have to file it with the labor and industries. Right. Um, if you're hiring a contractor, you want to look that up. Yes. Um, and and that's one of those things because you quickly see on well, are they licensed to do business in this state? Mm-hmm. So you 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 check that out. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they all, that is a you know opportunity and risk. Yes. Using someone that doesn't have that one, you're risking a lot. Because if you sue them, they've got no easy way. If you have to sue them because they've screwed up, you have they. It's going to be you're going to be hard pressed to get any settlement out of them. And you know, a liability contract, mm-hmm. a liability policy gives them a source of financing to pay those bills off. Oh yeah. I am not encouraging you to sue your contractor. Heck no! But that having a someone that is that is tied in with labor and industries, you know, if they've got any problems, mm-hmm. if they've had complaints against them, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one of the things Susie's done. You know, more than once, is showed me. Oh, well, this this pharmacist or this doctor has had these complaints, and it's like, oh my gosh, how they're still in business. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, you can do that. You can. That's public knowledge. You mm-hmm. can go to the State Department of Health. And look up a provider's license number mm-hmm. and see if they've had any actions against them. So yeah, there are ways to you know seek out. Do that. Um, <laughs> so that's one of the ways that you you when you're evaluating someone, mm-hmm. um, evaluating hiring or partnering with someone, you start to do your research mm-hmm. um, because if you research, you are eliminating risk. Reducing risk. You're reducing risk. Yeah. Um, because, you know, hey, I've got this great deck I need to build. Well, do they have any experience building deck? Or have they had five lawsuits concerning the deck collapse? Yeah. Which one, you know, it's... it's which one do you want to go with? One? And sometimes our friends are not the best because of hiring people. Mm-hmm. Um, their project might be different. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and some of them are, you know, quite frankly, they are kind of floating through life. Yeah. And you know what? And business isn't about floating. No. These are usually people who don't own their own businesses. Mm-hmm. And that's there's, that's fine. Oh, yeah. That is absolutely fine to be doing that. We're not judging you if you're just floating through life. We don't do that as, I mean, I could have. If I hadn't met Matt, I probably would be. Yeah. Because the man sitting across from me right now has got a fire in his belly that he shared with me. Yeah, and that, that's one of those, and, and the, 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 the really weird thing is, is Susie came out of the, in family came out of the industry. Mm-hmm. And um, I saw what it, I saw some of the downsides of it. And when Matt said, I mm-hmm. want to be in insurance, I begged and pleaded for him not to. Yeah, you, you didn't quite understand the, 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 as a kid growing up, you didn't understand the lifestyle that your dad led. I guess not, no. Um, and I don't know if your mom ever really kind of grasped it. I don't know. That's a whole other conversation. That, yeah, that's, a, that's a whole other conversation. But it's you start to see signs of of people that are encouraging others to do business. Yeah, and that's one of the things that we hear, um, Suzella, Susie Health Solutions, mm-hmm. Team McComb. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things we are kind of committed to doing is helping our local small business startups get started yeah you know we want to support you well if we've got some some you know a few dollars you need to to spend on your product we'll probably spend it on your product we will matt is constantly reaching out to our new business start uh, our new business owners and saying hey i've got some ideas can you want to come talk about this and talk about you know some of the marketing stuff I've learned and maybe I can help you share, help share how I do my stuff and maybe you can, you know, squeeze some ideas. Well, yeah. One of the things uh, last year we did was actually it was tail end of 19. Yeah, I think it was. Uh, tail 20, end of what, 20, 20. Yeah. Um, was, was when Nikki uh, set up her thing and, and uh, did a, a Patreon account. Yes. And we, we plugged into that and we, we helped her out because we think that that is a viable industry, her, her, her bear on air mm-hmm. uh, on providing. If you haven't, you, haven't, you haven't checked it out, you need to check it out. It's a great programming, and I, I can see that, you know, slowly develop. It takes time. It does. And most it people is. don't understand. It takes time to develop a new idea. It's not instantaneous. It takes a lot of hard work. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've done that over and over and over again. Some succeed, some don't. Mm-hmm. Some change along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, I just watch Shark Tank and you see how things change. Yeah. Um, I had a, a gal, you know, want to do cleaning business. Mm-hmm. Awesome. That's a great startup. It's a great industry. Um, she was she was struggling with, with business cards mm-hmm. and, and ads and how to do ads. So I showed her how to do ads, a real simple program, and created a couple for her plugged them up and uh, got some business cards ordered for it. Mm-hmm. Um, this year we're looking at someone that is interested in doing vinyl. Yeah. Um, you know, the stickers you see on the back of cars with the little, little families and t-shirts and mm-hmm. cups and that kind of, yeah, that kind of stuff. That kind of stuff you see on Etsy. 
It's, yeah. it's a good the vehicle. Very good vehicle for that. Um, you also you also see it on Facebook. There there, mm-hmm. there are Facebook ads for that. Uh, you know the whole the whole T-shirt press. That's huge. If she can if she can get people out there um, buying T-shirts. Mm-hmm. My aunt. Yes. Ran the T-shirt store in the East Wenatchee Mall. Uh, no, it's Wenatchee Mall. Wenatchee Mall. That's how old, you know, so it's like, it okay. It's the Valley North Mall. So, yeah, that's on how, you know, it's like, okay, you want to do T-shirts? Okay. You can do T-shirts. That's that's viable. I've got friends that are doing it in Florida mm-hmm. uh, with the, with Collie Center. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we we, you know... There's sometimes we spark it, sometimes we use it. Um, you sometimes know, sometimes it's both. Sometimes it's a little both. Uh, sometimes we we commiserate. Yes. Um, and it's like I said, it's it's a lifestyle. We don't simply, you know, go to Walmart, buy our groceries, go have a job that we get a salary for, do our, our nine to five, and. Don't really, you know, have, you know, miss out on life because there's so much more to life. Now than, you're being judgmental about. I'm allowed to be judgmental at times. Sometimes this is not a no judgment day. It is not a no judgment day. Some, but bear in mind, mm-hmm. sometimes the people who do the nine to five, you know, go buy their groceries because of their because of their nine to five, mm-hmm. do get the opportunity to enjoy life. Because they don't have as many pressures, because they just know that they get their they two weeks vacation, and they go do what it is, and this is this is what it is. They and I'm going to use a phys, physics term. Yugi. They have potential energy. Some of them do, some of them don't. No, everyone they, does. They all have potential energy. They have potential energy to go and do what they want to do, mm-hmm. and sometimes that potential energy has to build up. Yes. And it has to build up. And we're starting to see some of that release of energy in, in this great resignation. Yes, we are. See, I had to build up my potential energy before I was ready to quit my 9 to 5 job. Mm-hmm. And then it went boom. <laughs> well, I, I think they, they, they helped kick you out of the nest a little bit. Oh, yeah. Well, I was getting ready to go. You were getting ready to go. And you were, you were going you were gonna, to you you know, leave on your terms. And you know what? I did. You still did. I did. I was going to leave after a certain date because it was going to build up a certain amount of vacation time mm-hmm. that I could charge out, but that's not what happened. But uh, it's a whole other story. Um, you know, I was thinking that, that we might want to do a, 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 a cake service. No, oh, geez, a resignation cake service? A resignation cake service. Oh, my gosh. I, I, I mean, because that's, that's one of those things that... that Susie and I both did. We both worked for large corporations mm-hmm. for years. Oh, yeah. And at the end of the time, we knew without a doubt there would be zero celebration when we left. Mm-hmm. No one was going to say uh, congratulations, you're on your way, cake. <laughs> yeah, there was no attaboys. We were, you know, we were the worker bees. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what did we do? We worked our, worked our little bees and we brought our own. We made our own party. We made our own party. Mm-hmm. Um, Which I highly encourage. Yeah, we highly encourage. So that, yeah, that, that's looming out there. It's like, yeah, yeah, we could have a resignation cake. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Don't hesitate to do that if you're quitting your job. Correct. It's it's one of those things that that, that is that can make you uh, a have fun with it. B your coworkers will remember you forever. I'm still a legend. You're still a legend people from that. St- people who mm-hmm. people still know about it. And be like, I don't know if anyone ever really talks about yours. Um, you know, I, you know that's been. Over a dozen years. Yeah, a picture of your cake somewhere. Yeah, we we got pictures of the cake. It's 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 one of those things that, that is. Yeah, I, I feel bad for anyone still working there because it was a dangerous, uh, nasty place. Uh, it was food processing, which uh, a lot of those places had strikes. Yeah, uh, because it's it uh, because of the extended hours, uh, the danger to it, mm-hmm. uh, your your own personal health. Um, you know, literally we had people who, you know, worked there, you know, 30, 40 years and then keel over after they retired and died. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> that was, that was an old, that was a standard with Alcoa. Mm-hmm. You retire and you're dead in a year. Yeah. And there, there's a, there's a whole lot more to, to, to life than that. It, it encourage a it dream. Mm-hmm. And, and if you're not dreaming hard, encourage others to dream. Right. Um, if you have a product that you are doing, a service or product that you are doing remotely, um, we're looking at launching Suzilla over in, on the on the coast mm-hmm. uh, with a bro- with a radio and its exposure to Central Washington to thousands of people. So yeah. if you're able to do that and you want to plug in, let us know. Yeah, uh, we should have the conversation uh, because we when we. We want you know to sponsor small businesses for that large audience to come over and experience the good things that you're offering here. So hey, have a great week. Yes, indeed. And we will talk to you soon. Hasta luego. Bye. Bye.